first annual podcast from Wyatt and Caden. This is the reason why the semi-annual, <laughs> I don't know, just the first episode ever, I guess, yeah. of this whole thing. And it's good to be here. It is good to be here. Hello, everyone. We hope you enjoyed this. <laughs> oh, now it's getting groovy. <laughs> groovy. We may or may not have music. made this background music ourselves. We definitely did. <laughs> you can definitely tell. Yeah, but it's it's good. And welcome to the Reason Why podcast. This is Caden, aka Swaggy, and this is Wyatt, aka Wyatt, <laughs> or whatever else you want to call me. Some friends call me YY. I don't know. Yeah, he's a talented man. Um, Thank you. So this is the Reason Why, as we said four times already. Yeah, but <laughs> great story. Wyatt, why is it called the Reason Why? Great question. So we're doing. The reason why, because we have a project to do for one of our classes to pursue a meaningful goal, we decided to put together our heads and do nothing. And then after we did that, we decided, let's do a podcast. And so we are here recording this podcast. And the theme of the podcast is to get to the reason why, which is why do you do what you do? Why do you believe what you believe? And why is that meaningful? So just answer why. That big, that big question, why, to everything, yeah, but specifically faith and beliefs. Mm-hmm. So the goal kind of to share our reason why, our reason why we're members of the church, why we um, go to this university, BYU, yep. Yep. Um, why we like the things that we like, yep. why we served a mission, things like that. And our goal is to also tell other people's stories. Um That'll be the more interesting part. Yeah. <laughs> no, for sure. Hopefully we don't have to talk uh, too yes. much about ourselves. Cause yeah. Unfortunately, this first episode, you'll be stuck listening to some of our reasons why. And then as we move along with this with this series, we'll be able to hear from other people here at the university um, and maybe across the world, maybe across just uh-huh. Provo. You never know. <laughs> but we will find them. It's a, it's a diverse place. It is a diverse place. So, But before we um, hop in, we have the first segment of the podcast. First and it's, segment. Why it's awesome scripture time. Do, 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 do. Why it's awesome <laughs> scripture time. <laughs> so um, for this section, I'm just going to share a scripture that I like. And these are, or today's is coming from the Book of Mormon. Um, and the Book of Mormon is another testament of Jesus Christ. We believe it to be a book of scripture that works with the Bible. Um, and, and together they, they teach us more about Jesus and what he's done for us. So uh, I want to share a verse that comes from a story of a, of a young man who was sinning and doing a lot of things. He was actually very antagonistic to Jesus Christ's message and was actively attacking like believers. Um, and then he was able to repent and change his ways. And when he had this change of heart and this um, refreshing experience, he, he, he writes as follows. He says, It came to pass that as I was thus racked with torment, while I was harrowed up by the memory of my many sins, behold, I remembered also to have heard my father prophesy unto the people concerning the coming of one Jesus Christ, a son of God, to atone for the sins of the world. Now as my mind caught hold upon this thought, I cried within my heart, O Jesus, thou son of God, have mercy on me, who am in the gall of bitterness and am encircled about by the everlasting chains of death. And now behold, when I thought this, I could remember my pains no more. Yea, I was harrowed up by the memory of my sins no more, and oh, what joy and what marvelous light I did behold. So that is awesome. from Alma 36, verses 17 through 19, talking about uh, that young man's ex- experience. Yeah, that's a really awesome yeah, scripture. Repentance, yeah, great one. It talks about how you can change from it no matter where you've been. Right, right. The power of God. 
Absolutely. We can always reach out to the Savior to find help. Yeah. Awesome. So there we go. That was the first section. We did it. Swag and I are just like breath of relief. <laughs> We've actually made it this far into the podcast. <laughs> so now section two for Caden is, what do you want to call it? I don't know. Um, the name is in the works still. That is a great one name. of the popular <laughs> in the works with Swaggy. <laughs> <laughs> one of the the leading choices for the names is Swaggy goes. I like that Swaggy goes. So like <laughs> yeah. my thoughts go, or maybe I physically go somewhere and tell you my experience. I don't yeah. know, like a restaurant or like uh, the church or like campus, campus, the bowling alley. There's lots of experiences <laughs> to be had. Yes, absolutely. Um, my thoughts are for today are in line with that scripture because um, it was recently used by a, a rapper. Wow, a famous what? rapper. His name is Young Boy Never Broke Again or NBA Young Boy. NBA Young Boy. Um, many of you probably don't know who that is, but he was the number three streamed artist um, online last year. That's right. He's really big. Um, and he is wanting to join the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, actually. Pretty cool. So it's a really cool story. Um He's in Utah right now, which I, no, not many people knew either. Um, we actually got a lot of rappers here. Post Malone, yeah. Logic. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Utah's the place. Utah's the place to rap. Post Malone said he loved um, church members too, and that his neighbors that were church members were all super cool. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Post Malone. Yeah. <laughs> that was not an advertisement you, or anything. But yeah, this guy... Um, Rapper been through some things in his past, but he met with the missionaries that came to his house, and then he rejected them. But it ended up inviting them back because he wanted to have people to talk to, uh, because he wanted to make changes in his life for the better. Um, and he, uh, that was one of his favorite verses and stories was the story of Alma the Younger that Wyatt just quoted. Right. Um, See what we did there? That's connected. Yeah, yeah. May, may or may not have been planned. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> no way. <laughs> so he loves the story about how people can change no matter how dark their past has been. And I mean, everyone loves this story. There's um another recent convert, and I f- I'm forgetting her name. Maybe you'll know why. It, but it's Dwayne Wade, the basketball player. His I remember that stylist, story. his friend. Yeah, yeah, she joined the church. Yeah. Oh, I can't. I can't recall her name. Yeah. Callianne. Callianne Barrett. That's Ooh, what it is. Dang. Okay. Yeah. Um. And she. I actually read an article about her two weeks ago as well. But she is still going strong in the church. She's been a member for like a year or two now. I want to say. That's awesome. And just shared her story how she's kind of breaking the mold of like a typical like church member because oftentimes like it's portrayed that church members are like have to be this one certain way like culturally right and she kind of wants to break that mold and Which, like yeah i think that's great like we yeah. need that <laughs> you know exactly we need everybody from everywhere from every background and culture and experience yeah. to come together right that's that's the whole purpose i think mm-hmm. it's wonderful yeah so she loved that story as well about i'm the younger i remember how we can change mm-hmm. but that's your uh thought of the day swaggy goes <laughs> Swaggy goes to the news <laughs> with that recent update. Cool stuff. Well, now we're into the final segment. We've made it. Dang. Which is crazy. No, I have no idea how much time we have left, but we'll keep going. Whatever. So what we're going to talk about today is just simply why um, we believe what we believe, um, why we are members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. We might share an experience or two. 
Um, and then in, in upcoming episodes, we'll talk about why specifically we chose to attend Brigham Young University. Um, um, and then we'll share our experience coming to this private religious institution. Um, and then also why we decided to serve missions for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. So if you've ever seen like the Broadway musical, you've seen the guys running around in the white yeah. shirts and name tags. That was that was Caden and I during the COVID pandemic of all times. So yeah, look forward to that. But let, let's start with that very first question. Why the Church of Jesus Christ? The so, reason why. The reason why. So Caden, why the church? Why, why, why do you believe and why do you keep coming? Yeah, so... I was, I mean, I was born in and grew up, grew up, grew up in the Church of Jesus Christ, um, otherwise known as LDS Church, Mormon Church, uh, etc. And <laughs> so my family was members, family's family, grandparents, etc. Um, to di- varying levels of like involvement in the church. But, yeah, I grew up going to church every week. But obviously there comes a time where you have to make that decision for yourself once you reach teenager and young adult age, stuff like that. Um, And you have to determine whether you're going to continue with it, um, whether this is the path for you. And so for me, I originally it was just tradition. Like, I'm just Mm -hmm. doing it because... Others around me are doing it. I have awesome friends, family that are going to church and practicing the religion, um, following Christ. Um, And so I just know it just kind of felt right. And I know that when I was going to church and following the principles, the things that we teach, I was a little bit happier versus other times when I wasn't doing those things, then I was less happy. So that was kind of like the cause and effect relationship for me at first. Um, That kind of evolved as I got older, like 18, a few years older than that. Um, especially now that I'm in college, I make my own decisions. <laughs> <laughs> um, to uh, read my scriptures, go to church, stuff like that. Um, and so the reason why I, I mean, there's lots of reasons why. I don't know if I can say the reason, but um, the reasons why I stay is because um I mean, it still boils down to that joy. There's a scripture that I'll ad-lib paraphrase, but it's in Mosiah in the Book of Mormon. And it talks about how we can have never-ending happiness. Mosiah 2. Yeah, 41. And if we um, live the gospel and the commandments, then we can have never-ending happiness, like in the next life, but also a lot of that in this life as well. And I've just noticed that when I'm doing those, the quote unquote right things, um, like following the commandments and the teachings that I feel that happiness in my life. And when I'm associating myself with others that have those same values, then life just is better. Even that's not, even if that's not like externally, like the circumstances are better, but it's like internally, like life sucks a lot of the time too, no matter what what (laughs) choices you're making internally, but stuff will happen. yeah. 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 Just for me, I just have that peace knowing that I can receive blessings through Christ and that I can have happiness through doing great things with my friends and family right. under those values. So, I, yeah. I got a follow-up question for you. So you mentioned you know, finding a lot of those peace, a lot of that peace through living certain things and you know, keeping certain commandments or, or whatnot. Can you think of a specific principle or thing that you live by that 
you've seen impact you recently? Maybe a specific teaching yeah. that the, that the, or a doctrine that, the, that our faith has that you've seen specifically bless mm-hmm. you and like what that doctrine is and how it's helped you. There's one really timeless principle and it's charity or love. Um, loving others, loving God, loving yourself. Yeah. Um, that's probably one that when I follow that I'm really happy and um, I try to adopt that and I have tried especially recently because I've seen really good examples around me that are super kind to everyone like no matter what's going on like if they've had a really bad day they're just super nice um, to me and that always makes a big impact on me Um, and so I want to like share that with other people as well to like spread that kindness because that's honestly like one of the best things that could we could do in the world when there's so much like negativity yeah oh, totally. and um not kindness yeah un- unkindness <laughs> Unkind- oh that's a word is it um <laughs> yeah and so like that's what we need and it, and it brings the spirit like those good feelings that's all the spirit the holy spirit um that peace and that happiness and that like warmth when other people are nice to you and so that's what i really try to follow after is just love and um, seeking out that spirit. So. Love that. Yeah. yeah. That was great. The, that's my reason why. The reason why. <laughs> my game. Your turn. So, Wyatt. Yes. What are your reasons or reason why? Yeah. Okay. So, for me, um, more background on <clears throat> me and my story. So, unlike um, a lot of members of our faith, I don't have a long line of, of the church in my mm-hmm. family history. So, um, Converts is what we call it, right? When someone was not born in the faith and they and they join it and get baptized later on in life. So my mother and my father both were baptized into the church when they were 18 and they were the only ones to do so from their respective families. And so it's just the two of them and then my siblings and I who are members of the faith. Yeah. Um, and so um, for, for me growing up, I was still, I grew up in the church, right? I was still taught those principles mm-hmm. and the classic teachings and the doctrine of the faith. And it, it, I just kind of went with it. And as I got older, um, similar to what you experienced, Caden, like it comes a time when everyone has to figure out is this true or not, right? Is this what I want to live by or not? And I don't know if it's like one moment and then you make a decision and then it's over for the rest of your life. I think as we grow, we constantly have to make that decision over and over again. You know, am I going to believe? Like how strong is my faith going to be in this day? And what am I going to do to grow in my faith? Um, growing up as a teenager, I had a lot of questions about the faith. As I went on and served my mission, um, I encountered different things and had more questions. And I learned that, um, again, similar to your experience, as I lived the principles that I had been taught and recognized how I felt, the peace and the joy that it gave me, um, that was really important to me. It helped me feel better, helped me feel God's love and deepen a relationship with Him. And so as I tackled questions and doubts and, you know, try to understand different things, I at the same time, continued to, to do the things that I knew were right and knew were true, and that helped me grow and come to understand truth. And, I, you know, I still have questions. I still don't know everything, but I have confidence that I'll be able to find answers, you know, through faith and through study. Um, and I think what was also important for me was taking things um, seriously. Um, and what I mean by that is um, re- recognizing the time to really... Um, 
get to know God better, right? And, mm-hmm. and to take that seriously and not just brush it off and go do something else. And so um, I was able to have many spiritual experiences that helped confirm to me the truthfulness um, of, of the message we share. And I, I, I go back to that very last set of scripture in the Book of Mormon with Moroni, yeah. um, who was the last prophet to write in the Book of Mormon. And he challenges everybody to read the Book of Mormon and then to pray to God and ask in faith to know if it's true. And he tells us that by the power of the Holy Ghost, we can know the truth of all things. And so I have applied that in my life. I've studied things out in my mind. I've studied it out in my heart and tried to feel things. And I've gotten answers and I've had experiences. Um, And then my mission (laughs) was huge to help me see how sharing this message with people, how it changes their lives. And you see a light come on in them. You know, when they understand the truth and when they begin to live these principles and these commandments that, that, that we live by and how it brings so much more peace and so much more happiness. And uh, both those are all reasons that have helped me um, deepen my testimony in this church and in the, mm-hmm. and in the Savior. And that's why I, I still come because I know it's true. Yay! <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. yeah, I agree that some of like the most magical moments of my life have been when I see like you can almost like see visibly other people change yes. their yes. lives. Like we both experienced that on our missions. Right. And it's like those like rare and magical moments. Like it's amazing. Like that's when you, you feel like God is literally there. Right. Like you can just see like people change in like mere minutes or right. sometimes it's longer, but whatever that process may be, like seeing people change from literally being like more gloomy kind of like we read in that scripture in Alma right right to like having light with Just joy <laughs> yeah <laughs> You're happier there's like nothing in the world that can do that it's it's otherworldly it's from god right, right. it's from god and and you know the uh, our our faith and our church is known for a lot of um different principles and systems that we live by right we we don't partake of certain substances you know we try yeah. to avoid certain things um, and, and all of that, I think, is to help keep us in a uh, more receptive state to God, right? By removing all of these different earthly distractions, potential addictions, like, you know, we avoid drinking and drugs mm-hmm. and things like that. By just avoiding all of those things, I think the soul, right, the body and the spirit is just it's just more open to God and receiving answers and truth from him and developing our relationship. Strong, more strongly yeah. with him, for sure. That's awesome. It's all about those relationships. Absolutely. And just a note on that, too. That's another big thing that I found in this faith and studying it is the... Re- Actually, this might be the most important thing. <laughs> which yeah. You bring that up. Is, is the relationships. Finale. The relationships with other people, but most yeah. importantly, the relationship that I've developed with Jesus Christ and the relationship I've developed with Heavenly Father... Um, I, I would not have that relationship without the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. It provides structure, it provides opportunity, and it provides essential spiritual experiences and, and milestones to help us develop a deeper, more spiritual relationship with God. And for me, that means everything, because no, I know that no matter what I do, I always have God out there, right, who I can talk to and receive strength and answers and, and peace from. So. Awesome. I agree. Agree. And amen. Yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. All right. Well, that's the end of our podcast. Episode one. Episode one. Best podcast you've never heard of. The reason that's right. why. The reason why. Um, 
and you'll hear of it more because we have more episodes. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so thank you, Evan, for listening. Thank you. Appreciate it. And have a good night. Have a morning. wonderful night, morning, afternoon. Brunch. Brunch. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Either whatever you got. Toodles. <laughs>